Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Arsenal Way. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Agenda series. Join you Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. at UK time. I'm joined this morning by Charlie. How do you, mate? You good, you well? Yeah, not too bad today, thank you. I mean, it's a Friday. Football's going to be back on. Uh, Premier League's going to be back on this weekend. So, can't get much better than that really after an international break. I feel like international breaks, even though they're a week, it seems longer because there's two games that's being played during the week. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just me, but it seems longer than what it normally is for me. So I'm I'm happy that Premier League's back. It always just seems a bit tedious whenever the international break's on. So I'm, I'm happy that the Premier League's going to be back underway again. Yeah, me too. It's uh, always very much appreciated when uh, international breaks are finished and we can get back to the real thing, uh, which is, of course, club action and talking about what Arsenal are going to be doing. And this week, and of course, they do take on Everton. Um, regarding injury updates, we are going to be hearing from Mikel Arteta a little bit later on this afternoon and finding out kind of the situation with certain players. But one of the big talking points, I suppose, has been this Bakaya Saka story about an Achilles issue that he's been kind of carrying and that's being monitored i do want to make it clear to listeners that there is a difference between a player being injured and a player having something that they are monitored with which most players do carry something you know in most situations so don't let this uh frustrate you worry you too much but uh of course until we get further details and further clarification on this there's always going to be a bit of uh you know everything being up in the air but what do you make of the story about saka carrying a bit of an achilles issue that's being monitored well uh, just kind of Reiterating what you said, it's it's there's two different things uh, of being injured and when when he's being monitored. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, he did. There, there was talk of him being monitored about this same uh, problem last season or something like that, and and he still played through it. And I, to be fair, I just think he's going to continue to play through it. I mean, he was obviously being monitored uh, during his time at England this last week, and yes, he didn't start against Scotland, but. That was a friendly and he still featured in the game. He came on in, I think it was the second half. I couldn't tell you when about it was exactly. But he did come on. He did feature in that match. So England clearly thought that he was he was more than fit enough to to be able to play. As we said, it's, it's being monitored instead of actually carrying an injury. So I'm sure that we'll still, he'll still be in the starting lineup for Arsenal. But... If it is a bit worse than we expected, which I, I doubt it will be, touch wood, um, I think that we, I'm not saying that 
Saka is on the same level as as Trossard and Martinelli. I think that he's a bit above them. But what I'm trying to say is we have backups essentially for for Saka that I think can still do a decent job. As we've spoken about so many times with Reese Nelson, he always seems to create something. He's always an exciting player. We've seen Martinelli and Trossard both play on the right at some points. We've also spoken about the fact that Gabriel Jesus can play on the right. So what I'm trying to say is if Saka, for whatever reason, isn't kind of 100% fit to start, we're, I think we're stacked enough uh, in quality and quantity to be able to not replace him, but someone else to start in his place, essentially. Um, I mean, he started a record time for uh, a record amount of times for Arsenal. Uh, how I couldn't, uh, is it 82, 83 times in a row or something? I mean, for 83, yeah. Yeah. yeah something and like that. that I think that's a fantastic status, especially for someone that's just turned 22 years of age. I mean, so I, I think at some point we're going to have to expect Saka to be on the bench at the start of the at the start of the game. At some point we're going to be able, we're going to have to see that whether that's this weekend or not. Obviously, will remain to be seen. But I think uh, as we just as you just touched on, uh, there's nothing to completely worry about. It's it's a monitor. It's a monitoring instead of an injury. Um, yeah. I'm sure he'll be absolutely fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, fingers crossed it improves um, because uh, we obviously kind of fought really to lose Bukayo Saka at any point. So, yeah, the the realistic opportunity of losing him in the season would be massively uh, unappreciated. Uh, Everton, though, are the team, obviously, that we're facing this weekend. They've caused us some issues down the years. We've not won at Goodison Park in the league since 2017. Uh, we've drawn one and lost four of our last five attempts at this match. What? How do you fear going into this game? I mean, I, I guess there's got to be there's got to be some point that Arsenal are going to turn that kind of poor form around. I mean, I think when uh, when we did beat them at Goodison Park, I think it was five one or something like that. Where when we saw Özil playing, so obviously it was a little while ago. But I, yeah, as I say, it, this kind of poor form at Goodison Park has to be kind of stopped at some point. We you'd expect Arsenal to win at Goodison Park in the at least in the next few years, hopefully, obviously, this weekend. But I mean, from last season, obviously we continued to do better and better. We did amazingly last season. And we were speaking about it the other day, weren't we? That if Arsenal beat uh, Everton, if we if we win against Tottenham, we'd be we'd have more points. Um now this season than we did last season. And I think that we're more than capable of doing that. We've improved our squad. I, I wouldn't be surprised that with, with the fact that Arteta's possibly changing up the kind of structure of the team, the, the formation, whatever. Uh, our TC's just, basically, he's just... Uh, someone's just had a knock at the door. He's having a little delivery. But I'll continue to to go on what, of what I was saying. With the difference in the structure that we've had from last season, I know that Partey is injured and we won't, I think uh, there's been an update on him, we won't see him until October, which might be towards the end of October, actually. Um, obviously, we'll probably have a uh, an update from Arteta at some point. Um, and But what I'm trying to say is there's possibly going to be a difference in structure from last season, especially with Declan Rice coming in and... 
I think that that might throw off Everton a little bit, maybe. Obviously, with the fact that we are, we have improved from last season, I think that'll be a massive boost for Arsenal. I'm sure that we can continue to push Everton to, to their fullest. I mean, it was a very, I, it was such a frustrating game last season. And I don't touch wood, that won't be the same this season. Last season, obviously, was um, uh, Sean Dyche's first game in charge. So that was possibly... Uh, uh, a switching manager kind of boost for Everton and he's he's obviously been there for a little while now so I would expect that Arsenal would hopefully be kind of ready for, for what Sean Dyche's side hold um, I'm sure Arteta and well the whole club really would have been almost monitoring Everton see how they work see what they're doing how to work around them that's what teams do really that's how they kind of come into these games so I'd expect that Arteta's got something in store for us I wouldn't be surprised if we continue doing what we've done uh, this season so far but what we've done this season so far has has come off we were unfortunate against Fulham but other games it's come off for Arsenal um even when we had 10 men at, at Sellers Park, and that's a difficult place to go anyway, but then having 10 men is a very tough place to go. So if we're able to do that, I don't see why we can't do that against against Everton away. I'm sure that it'll be a tough game for Arsenal, but that's not to say that we're, that we're going to continue our poor form there. I do think that we are going to turn it around. If we're not going to do it this season, we've got to do it at some point soon because it really is a bogey place to go. And it's so weird as well because you're playing at Goodison Park. Sorry. Playing at Goodison Park, don't play very well. And then they come to the Emirates and it's a completely different story. Obviously, last season we lose 1-0 and then was it 4-0 to Arsenal at the Emirates? It was either 4-0 or 4-1, something yeah. like that. So it's such a contrast in, in games. It's really, really weird. I can't figure it out. I don't know why it's happening, but... If we can beat Sean Dyche's Everton at the Emirates, I don't see why we can't do it at Goodison Park. And I do I do think that the fact that Sean it was Sean Dyche's first game in charge, I do think that has a big part to play in it. Arsenal didn't really have too much of an idea as to what they were going to come up against. But now we've seen almost a season of Sean Dyche. They're obviously not doing very well. And I think that Arsenal can push them even further to 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 their depths, essentially. So I do yeah. think that there's going to be somewhat of a of a change in this fixture. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. Uh, it's certainly the way forwards, I think, in this regard. So let's let's wait and see what we do. Um, I'm going to have to shoot, I'm afraid, uh, now because I've got a lot going on. Um, but uh, yes, thank you to everyone in the chat box to join us for what is a condensed and shorter show this morning um let us know your thoughts on the everton game and give your predictions down in the comment section below and yeah we uh can keep our fingers crossed that we can get the right result we'll of course be back next week giving you more updates about what happened of course there'll be reaction and videos from the game on merseyside this weekend so make sure you subscribe with those notifications turned on charlie thank you for your time mate Thank you for having me and thank you to everyone watching. But keep keep an eye on our channel. We will be putting on the press conferences uh, ahead of the game to uh, the game against Everton. So, yeah, just keep an eye out on that. But, yeah, thank Absolutely. you, TC, for having me. Lovely stuff. We'll see you soon. Have a great day. And as always, keep following us down the Arsenal way. Oh!